Boys, some of our customers have been complaining about our french fries. Holy cow, what are these brown chunks in here? Um, hmm. I think those are caterpillars, sir. <laughs> caterpillars <laughs> are green, dumbass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's that grasshopper. Grasshopper? Yeah. He won't be bothering the customers anymore, sir. Yeah. <laughs> we caught him taking a dump on one of the tables. <laughs> yeah. Coming to you from beautiful upstate New York, this is the Slam Tilt Podcast, a show about all things pinball. I'm your host, Ron Hallett, here with my co-host, Bruce Nightingale. You know what's worse than me being sick? Nothing. Wow, that's good um, Good, <laughs> good priorities intro, huh? there. Good priorities, yes. Yes, I am sick. You are sick. And welcome to episode 74, bum, Lethal Weapon. Bum, bum, bum. That's not in this new movie. Well, it's in the game. That's what I'm going to just go with that. And uh, it is Sharp Dressed Man that's in the game. I was wrong. I admit (gasps) I'm wrong. Yeah. But we're not alone this week. No, we are not. We have a guest. We have a guest from the uh, New England pinball scene. Frequent guest on the Pinball Players Podcast. We have Joe Lemire. Good evening. Hey, guys. Welcome. Welcome. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. Anytime. Anytime. So since Bruce is sick. I'm sick. I'm going to be Bruce. Yeah, I heard that somewhere. Yeah. So, Joe, tell us how you got into this crazy hobby. Because that's how Bruce would probably say it. It would. Sounds legit. Uh, re- really? The I mean, I played here and there growing up. Nothing really serious. Just if I saw it around, I played it. And... um Really, the thing that got me into it is when Pinball Wizard opened in New Hampshire. I hadn't didn't know that pinball and arcades in general were really a thing anymore. Um, but when I had heard, I don't even remember how I had heard that the place opened. I think a friend had mentioned to me at some point, and I was like, "Oh wow!" So um, me and Leslie, who's my girlfriend, went up. Um, I think it was the opening weekend or the weekend after, and. Uh, Ever ever since then, I got the bug. Shortly after that, I went to my first pinball show in um, Allentown and have been going nonstop since. Very good. And unfortunately, let's moment of silence for the Pinball Wizards Arcade. It's no longer with us. That went away at the beginning of last year. Has it been that long, really? No, I think it's. I think it was like in the summer, just before the summer and started. So it had to be May. Yeah, I want to say summer. Yeah. All right, I could be wrong there. I'm Fail. wrong a lot. Yep, yeah, whatever. Whatever, Bruce. I was there a lot more times than you were. I actually was this there for true. like six or seven times because I had a job one two weeks, and I went up there every night. All right, so maybe you beat me then. <laughs> <laughs> I was there for the uh, Pintoberfests, which were always fun. Ah, uh, yes, I think I played in two of those. They were brutal. They took all day. I mean, not 24 by 7, you know, the 24-hour brutal, but they were pretty brutal. But as long as you could do besides that. Thankfully, I won the last one that was there. So then that was the only... That was the... You get those awesome trophies, which was really all I cared about. I, Those things were amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I got one of those for... Was it Pintastic? So what, what's the pinball scene like now that that place isn't around? Like, are there any locations that you go to on a regular basis, or... When when they closed, I thought that pinball around here would take up 
pretty big hit. And really the only thing that's taken a decent hit um, is New England Pinball League um, because all of a sudden we had to find a new place for the finals to be and it ended up being the Sanctum for a while, but they just dropped out this past season, so or for this season. Um, so that's kind of made some difficult things when changing the format of the league and the way the league is now. But there's, there's, there's locations opening up seemingly monthly here now like there's one that just opened next to me it's um this big apex entertainment complex that opened down the street from me in marlboro and they have three games in there they own them um but they have like go-karts and rope courses and all, all this stuff in there but um the only thing is that they own the machines so they're brand new you know new in box but uh they don't have updated code on them but they have a guardian's uh, Star Wars in an Aerosmith, um, which is nice. This is the first time in my life I've ever had pinball near me. Uh, most, of, most of all the other locations in Massachusetts or anywhere near me always averaged roughly an hour away. Um, but we just got a new location in Western Mass, Mystic Pinball. I have not been, but I've heard good things. Um, and a couple new out near Chuck's neck of the woods. I'm trying to think of what the name of them. Down the Road, I think, is the name of one of them, which just opened had like 15, 16 machines. Um, and I think another one just opened. I'm not sure exactly where that one is, but it seems like monthly this, the new ones keep opening, which is great. I mean, it stinks that they're all literally in Boston, around there, which is a nightmare to get to. But uh, pinball keeps getting bigger and bigger around here, thankfully, and everywhere, it seems. Uh, well, not everywhere, but... I still have to go like two hours if I want anything. So, do you own any games? And if so, what are they? I own Grand Prix, uh, Williams, and your favorite game, The Hobbit. (laughs) Uh, I like Grand Prix. Go Grand Prix. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I could, uh, I mean, I, I do love my Hobbit, but I could rant for an hour about the things that are missing in the game and the things that it needs to make it a better game. But I'm, oh I'm, no, I'm we're good at out. we're good at ranting. Come on, let's go for it. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just uh, you know, it as far as you know, it's a gorgeous game. It has some nice things in it. I think like the the Arkenstone mo- wizard modes or mini wizard modes are amazing and well done. Um, it's just you know. The, the rest of the stuff just doesn't uh, really work together, in my opinion, when it comes to the way that the modes work. And I'm sure they'll put pirates on hold, and they'll start to finish that code for Hobbit. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's, that's been the story for a while. It's kind of the neglected stepchild of the, the collection. I mean, even Wizard of Oz got an update recently, if I recall, before Hobbit gets updates. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Wizard of Oz, they put a lot of love into, and that was really the basis of me buying this game. I mean, this was my first new inbox pinball machine, and my favorite game is Lord of the Rings, so I always envisioned that, you know, this would be next to eventually a nice, hopefully they vault it, Lord of the Rings, and that would be my that would be my cherished collection. But, um, like you said, it, it's, I, like, it's the, like, black sheep of the, of the game collection for them. I... You know, we had heard that back when the last, any major update that they got for it, they had said that, you know, oh, you know, it was on hold until Dialed In was out, and then Dialed In was released, and now it's on hold until 
Pirates comes out. So it's, uh, I mean, it's really frustrating, obviously, on this end. Um, you see there's a lot of good ideas there, but, you know, like on the opposite of, like, say, Lord of the Rings, it just none of it, none of it seems to flow or fit together. Like, there's this hidden uh, feeder system in there for the modes that seemingly means that, you know, they want you to play modes in very specific orders, because if you do, you get bonus points in all the modes you play after it. But the way to pick specific modes is to hit the left ramp and it allows you to cycle through to the ramp, to the, you know, the mode you want. But if you can't get there, you'd think that if you hit the left ramp again, you could just continue your progress into picking that mode. Instead, it randomly picks another mode for you. So you can be stuck in a place where you constantly keep on hitting the ramp, especially when you have all of the modes lit. It's nearly impossible to pick the mode you want, because every time you hit that left ramp, it randomizes the selection of your mode. So I had Bowen over here to play a, a game on, and he was one away from get from uh, like the, the Sauron mode, which is the really imbalanced uh, scoring mode. And he was one away, he hit the ramp again, and then it moved it, and he just started screaming. It was great. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> so, you, yeah. so, so you seem like you're really into the code. Yeah, I mean, it's just... It, I mean, like, a lot of people say, like, they're like, oh, well, you know, the Hobbit's so deep, you know, and uh, in my opinion, it's not deep at all. It's, it's, it's very wide. There's really not much depth. You know, when people ask me, like, oh, you know what, I kind of look at, I like to say that the Hobbit is like Lord of the Rings, but there's no destroy the ring, there's no gift of the elves, there's no there and back again, there's no Valinor. You have your three multi-balls, but they're wizard modes, and you just have 30-something ring modes. So you get nothing for beating. That's why I keep my Lord of the Rings. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, if, if, if they vaulted Lord of the Rings today, I would be trying as much as I'm... I would be trying probably... I'd probably I mean, I would probably trade this for a Batman right now, honestly, because I think that the way that Batman's going... I love that Batman from the day it came out with standard code, because I love the playfield, and I could see where Lyman was going with that one. Um, but I'm, 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 try- I'm hoping that they're going to put some love into this and make it... There's, no, there's so much in there, if it was just put together better with more, you know, cohesion, cohesion, yeah, cohesion and stuff that make it all fit. It just does It's just a tons of ideas that put together that don't really work, in my opinion. I don't, it's, it's depressing. Seems like Jersey Jack can use a new programmer. Do we have a volunteer? Huh, if I, I wish. I wish I'd, uh, I, I took programming in school and uh, doing HTML, and I, uh, I wanted to kill myself. Don't. So I, uh, I would, I would, <laughs> I don't envy anyone who has the, any of the, to have to do any of the coding. So do you but, work in IT or no? No, I decided to, um, I was doing drafting since, uh, high school so i decided to just go into that so um uh, really designer. a, a non-it code like rules geek this is unusual holy crap holy crap i mean wow <laughs> i didn't think this was possible well i mean that's like i mean i guess i'd say that that's my main most people say that's my main skill set is that i my expertise is knowing rules i know the rules in and out i study rules i make sure i watch all the videos i look at change lists when they come out for games then I know I'm going to be playing and stuff like that. So you're like the anti-Ron. <laughs> I'm the anti a lot of people. A lot of people <laughs> could give 
two S's about code. Well, I mean, like, I, oh my god, no, no, no. I'm watching a tournament, which we'll get in later on, but I'm watching a tournament over the weekend, a stream, and they're streaming Who Done It, which I own, and thought I knew the rules for. And then they're explaining certain things about it, like, really? I had no idea you could do that, or I had no idea that was a thing, no clue. Like what? Like like things like you want what is it when you go into the basement multi ball like you want the revolver because yep, then because so then, then the jackpot goes up yeah which it doesn't <laughs> do if you don't have a revolver say I didn't know that I'm just trying to get the basement no clue no yeah clue. I learned that watching one of the Papa's Papa streams yeah yeah what a mess that's one of those things just like see like role knowledge is extremely important because it's like you know you do the exact same thing as me on that you know do exactly the same thing but I have the revolver. Well, guess what? You lose. Not because you couldn't shoot things better than me. Just because you didn't know that one little stupid rule. That's kind of why I gravitate towards classics, I think. But enough about me. What kind of games do you gravitate to? Well, I mean, I'd be lying if I don't say modern, mostly Stearns. Uh, I just find that my main thing is that to have things that I can't achieve... Or, you know, a carrot that I can't... Like, I, I know a lot a lot of people's favorite game is, like, is Tron, which I love Tron. It's one of my favorite movies. I think it's, like, the perfect pinball theme. But I don't think I could ever own a Tron, because it's... There's really not much there. You know, maybe if it was in a big collection, you know, I could... But, like, at the same... But I would probably rather own an x-men which is kind of the same exact thing as tron but way with way more rules and depth to it to keep me interested because if if the game's really shallow and i can get to everything then it loses some interest for me but i mean then again i probably shouldn't even own any games because i hardly touch the games i have even when i had metallica which i sold to get my hobbit um oh fail <laughs> yeah in hindsight but hindsight's I, I 2020 always looking back still a bit fuzzy yeah <laughs> which i mean even then i still didn't play because I, I find myself that like i go out so much to play pinball and i play in tournaments pretty much as many as there are around that when i'm home i really don't want to play pinball like when i'm home we're always we always have other things to do or we're watching TV or doing something else, so I never practically find myself playing my games. So it kind of defeats the purpose. <laughs> so maybe I no games would... It would be better if I didn't have any games in my collection. Yeah, mostly the modern games. Um, probably my top three lists. Probably Lord of the Rings, ACDC, then Metallica. Probably my top three. Beautiful, man. I love that. That's beautiful, man! <laughs> you mentioned tournaments. You are one of the... To better players in the New England area, I would say you won. You won the inaugural twenty-four hour tournament at the Sanctum, I believe. I did, and I came in second the last the next, the year after to uh, Stephen, who, uh, who by the time I actually got to play him that night, he had already won. We got into the last group, I beat him, but uh, he only needed one point, so that was the end of that. But uh, but he's a much better player than I am anyway. But yeah, that's. Um, I'm probably I'm confident saying I'm the most active player in New England. I probably play the most. I'm definitely not the best. I would say I'm probably top five, but uh, I'm definitely active. I try and play as much as I can. 
You are ranked 70th right now in the IFPA. I was 40th last year-ish, and uh, but I had a good year. I was able to win a lot of the majors that I went to. Well, majors, using the word majors loosely. Um, the major tournaments in New England, I was able to win uh, a decent amount of them. My game has dropped off a decent amount this game this year. I haven't been playing as well, so I'm trying to get back, but... Plus, you also run tournaments, like you did the actual Pin Masters this year, if I remember correctly, right? Yes. Uh, this year, we I started um, pretty much what had happened is I went to, when I went to Nationals for the first time, I guess two years ago now, I think, um, I got to play Pin Masters for the first time, which was mind-blowing to me. I've, I've never been a person who really enjoyed the golf format for pinball because... I just find that it's very samey and not thought-provoking at all. Pretty much you go up to game, do said thing, until you get score and move on. So it's not very interesting to me. But playing in Pin Masters down there and the way that, you know, you get five balls and every single ball, there's thresholds. So there's always all these decisions of what you should do. And, what you know, it's a lot more strategic. And, you know, if you're on Metallica... And there's two, you know, a million and a half, two million from the next threshold, and you're you're so far away on Sparky. Well, you're not gonna go against for the one time ever playing Metallica. You're not. You should probably shouldn't go for Sparky. You know, you should do a couple Pistons or something like that to get to the next threshold. And I that that thought process and having that be possible is a lot more interesting to me than the standard golf, which I find is just very boring to me. But yeah, I went there, did that, loved it, and was like, well, it seems that that's the only place that does it, and, you know, going to Vegas is expensive, and um, only once a year, so I was like, well, let's try and uh, put together a circuit locally in New New England. So last year was the first year I put it together, and we had uh, three courses, and it works pretty much like the Papa Circuit, where you're going to have, you have multiple events, and then at the end... How you did in each of those events gives you points, and then at the end, the top 16 of the most points get to do one final 18-hole course at a final location and find out who the uh, pin master of New England is. And uh, we're in the process of setting up this year, and uh, last year we had New Hampshire, Rhode Island, and Maine, and this year we're adding Vermont. So um, we're getting bigger slowly, and uh, this year we also have the ben- added benefit for people that, um, thanks to Josh, that if you win one of the Pin Master events, you get 50% off your registration if you go to the Big Boy Pin Masters in Vegas. Oh, very cool. Which is pretty cool. Excellent. So, all right, let me look at my little notes here. Well, I might as well bring this up now because I think this is something that applies to all three of us. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, the state championship series, the SCS finals are this weekend, this Saturday. And I believe all three of us are participating, each in a different state. <laughs> yep. I am in. Uh, well, Bruce, you are in New York. Yes. I am in Massachusetts. And Joe, you are in Rhode Island. Mm. Now, where are we ranked, each one of us? Oh, me. I was. God, I don't know, 40th something in Massachusetts? Where you're playing. Oh, where I'm, oh, well, I'm playing at Chuck Webster's. Yes, and what's your... Oh, my oh my actual rank? I have no idea. Year. Okay, I'm going to pull yours up right now. 
I think you said who I was. I think you said who I was playing last week. You're I, you're ninth, and you're playing Kenny Weiner. <laughs> oh, that's right. You made the same joke oh, last yeah. week. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, that just happened. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 You think I'd re- would remember that? But I. Yeah. Okay. He's and... going to kick your ass with that. Oh no, Bruce isn't going. So I'm not no. going there. So it's He's even better. He's going to take it out on Ron. Yeah. Don't yes. take it out on me. <sighs> and Joe is ranked one, number one, and he is playing Stephanie Harvey. And Mr. Nightingale himself is ranked 11th, and I get to play a fellow New York upstater, Andy Cushman. So it should be fun for all three That's uh, going to be us. tough, Bruce. He just won your tournament. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yep, he played very well. Yeah, Luckily, I, I can of, do like sweeps. I had a lot of choices. I mean, I was... First in Maine, Massachusetts, New England, New Hampshire, and Rhode Island. But I, yes. I was originally picked Rhode Island because my girlfriend was supposed to be playing with me, and she was going to make New Hampshire or Rhode Island. We've always played together. Uh, last year she beat me in New Hampshire. But the and then once it finally came out with the numbers and everything, she ended up being 16th in Rhode Island. So we would have had to play in the first round, and she, was, both of us, didn't have any interest in that. So she decided to go to New Hampshire. So I just ended up staying in Rhode Island. The couple that doesn't compete against each other stays together. Is that it? Kill each other. Well, the last time it happened, it didn't go well. So yeah, <laughs> at least for me. Yeah, for her it was great. She was. Yeah, yeah. She was kicking <laughs> ass and taking names. She did. I believe that. Yes. I mean, she did well. From she took out a lot of big players on the way of taking me out in the finals. Nice. Very cool. So the SCS will be this weekend. All around the country, which is always the cool part, seeing the results as they come in from each state. So where is the Rhode Island one, Joe? It's at RIP, okay. like Pinball Club in Rhode Island. It's owned by uh, Justin Blair. He has um, he owns a building and he has a uh, his own collection there. It's really nice. I've played there a lot, and um, it was it pretty much it just came down to whether or not I was going to be also be playing in that or at Chuck's house because I, I I've have no interest really in playing in places that I've never really played or don't play. I find that if you if you kind of go go somewhere where you never play, it's like, well, what are you really doing there? So I just go where I play the best, and and that well, they ended up with Leslie not being the come, but uh, yeah, he, they have a great collection. There's a lot of moderns. It's very varied. There's, he has a lot of classics too, but um, that's where we had the finals for Pin Masters. Um, I didn't win a single Pin Masters event, but I ended up winning the finals, which was there. So maybe that's a good omen. Who knows? Yeah, that's why I went to, or one of the reasons I went to Chuck's, because I've been there and I liked the games, and I want to play BMX again. Why? Why? BMX I love is BMX. awesome. I like BMX. It's fine, I guess. I, well, I had a bad experience on it. He had just restored it for Wicked Pissa, and uh, I was playing Eric Stone in the finals, and I had the... Uh, now I have to say it's draining out the car wash because the the car wash, which is the center area where uh, it comes from the upper play field, which looks like a car wash with a little like cut fabric that's there, which is draining right down the middle. And I lost two balls that way, so it's kind of sour in my mouth right now. But I mean, it's not that bad. I, li- I do like the game, but it's on my shit list. <laughs> <laughs> and Bruce, you're going to be playing at, uh, what is it called? Game, game on. on. Which everyone will probably like, because it's mostly a tournament. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, mostly new Sterns, including uh, Game of Thrones Pro, uh, Walking Dead Pro, Ghostbusters Pro. Oh, but I did get out of last time. Him. Exactly. But still bad. Yes, a Monopoly. <laughs> they had last time there, and a couple others. NBA uh, Fast Break, too. Oh, so, I, there. I thought it was a Stern. I'm like, ooh, look at it. Uh, no, those no. outside of Papa. I know. They're rare. Yeah, they are. It's awesome. I like that game. Yay! I, I mean, I've played a lot of it, but... Someone who likes it besides me. It seems fun. You were on crack. I, well, no. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. I always got to pee on everyone's parade, Bruce. Yeah. Every on. freaking time. Actually, most other people said they hated it, too. But yeah, so. I, I found someone who agrees with who me. Who likes it? Yes. Yeah. They have two of them there, Papa. They have two? They have two. Because I remember, because one year they had one where the disc was spinning and one where it wasn't. Oh, yeah. I yeah. actually remember that. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's like, well, that's the, they have two of these? Wow. Yeah, they're actually pretty rare. I've never seen, I believe that those were made in, te- there were com- a couple team versions of those too, I think. Or was that my thinking of NFL? You're thinking of NFL. Yeah, NFL. Yeah. And they did make a Chinese version of it. I thought hmm. that. The fact that Mal, yeah, Yao Ming was on it was pretty much the Chinese. No, no, no. It actually, uh, when we were at the tour back in 2009, 2010. The tour of what? Of Stern that weren't okay. really a tour, remember? It wasn't really a tour, though, because they weren't building any machines. So they showed us the play fields they had made for shipping these machines overseas to China. Hmm. And they were in Chinese. Hmm. Interesting. I think the hatred for that game comes a little out of the fact that no one has access to it, and they probably play it in tournaments and hate it because they probably get wrecked on it. I mean, I don't see anything with the game. I mean, granted, I have very limited access to it, so maybe that also clouds how much I would like it if I played it all the time. Maybe I'd hate it. I don't know. But, I mean, if if people played it a lot more, I think there'd be more people who like it. I mean, it's better than, you know, the early Stern games of, you know, talking Monopoly or... Rollercoaster Tycoon in that era. My opinion, at least. I, I like Monopoly. I like Monopoly, I like Monopoly too. Huh. <laughs> but NBA, I mean, it also has the it has the World Cup soccer guy on it. The NBA fast break dude doing the announcement. Boom shakalaka? Yes. So uh. that makes it good automatically. See, I haven't really, when I did get to play it, I really couldn't hear it, so oh, I did yeah. not know that. Yeah, he's on it. But that does make it better. Yep. And it's got that cool toy. I think that the the basket toy is cool. That is cool. Yeah. That is very cool. So we agree NBA is great. Right, Bruce? No. No. Okay. Fail. (laughs) (laughs) I thought of you the whole time I was watching Indisc, which we'll get into right now. Okay. Because they kept saying, please pick barbed wire. Please pick barbed wire. Nobody picked barbed wire. I was disappointed. Why not? I was so disappointed. I would have played it. So did you see any of Indisc, Joe? I did not. I tend to always catch the broadcast after it's been archived and chucked up on YouTube. Uh, that's why I tend to watch pretty much all of them. Um, so I will watch it because I literally watch every stream that's ever put on the internet for pinball. But, um, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. Indisc, for those who like, what the hell does that mean? It's, it never drains in Southern California. Funny fact, I didn't know that that was actually... I thought that those... Originally, when I first started playing, I thought those were two separate tournaments. <laughs> oh, okay. I got you. <laughs> yeah, I never put, those, never put that together. <laughs> so, and most most of the people playing it just call it Indisc. They don't 
obviously used the, the full name. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is what confused me. Yep. And it took place in uh, Banning, California, at the uh, Museum of Pinball, I think it's called. I think I finally got that right. Where they had the entire museum was open, like all 400 games or whatever available. They had Indisc was actually, there's like two buildings, or two main rooms in the place. There's the pinball room and the arcade room. And they actually had the, uh, the tournament was in the arcade room. And they had it like portioned off, like curtains around it. And he had uh, Carl D'Angelo. Hi, Carl. He had TVs over each game in a full, like, large-scale production. They had, like, a green screen behind the announcers. So when they showed them, they had, like, graphics behind them scrolling up and down, which was cool. God. Oh, yeah. We owe him so much money. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and when they got to the fi- this is the best part. When they get to the finals, they got the announcers who were announcing, and, and Carl... By the time they got to like the semifinals, I believe he was eliminated, so he was kind of like running everything in the background. And he would occasionally, you would hear his voice, like he would correct someone or answer a question like over everyone else. It was like the voice of God. Yeah, he, he, he is pretty much the broadcasting God. I mean, I love Bob and everything, but his broadcasts are, are amazing. This is the golden, the new gold standard. He is oh, the new absolutely. gold standard. And they debuted a new product, which if I was a good reporter here i would have written down it had a name but basically they had a uh theater of magic there they were trying out this new product this new and i think it's actually some kind of board that they had in the game that was basically pull the dmd and it could grab the score constantly so like they had a display underneath You'd have to, you'll see it if you look at this. If you watch the stream, and if you want to watch the stream, go to Twitch.tv/iePinball, and you will see the archived copy of the stream. It showed like all four scores for all four players at all times, and it would, yeah. and when the game was over, like it would just automatically go to the scorekeeper's, you know, iPad, whatever they had, you know, their 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 device, so they could literally just instead of typing the score in, they could just show it to the player. Like, is this it? Hit okay, boom, done. Wow. <laughs> so you're literally taking like the, the last vestige vestige of a uh, human error out of it, which was the entering of the scores. Now you're gonna make it so even that can't be messed up. Just think of the speed. Just think yes. like what that'll do for tournaments if that becomes widespread. Because if you're playing games like uh Bruce name a game that it takes forever to show a high score. Creature from the Black Lagoon. There you go. So you're playing Creature, and you forgot to get that score, and you had to wait for the entire credit sequence to go by. Nope, don't have to now. Or, side note, I don't know if you guys, I don't know how many of you guys had American uh, Most Haunted near you when it, when it came out, but, like, when it was at Pinwiz, I remember in League that in the first few revisions of the software, like, literally, if once it didn't show the scores anymore, they never came up ever again. Ever. Wow. That's... Yeah. Somewhat of an oversight there. <laughs> a, a wee bit. So we yeah. found that out the hard way. That's that's not good. But uh, <laughs> the uh, I I apologize to the creators for not knowing the name of it. A like I said, a good podcast would know that. It was probably called Pin Something. I'm guessing. I don't know. Pin scores. Pin score. No, those are displays. <laughs> that's already <laughs> used. Oh man. I. You know what? Pin digits. You know what? I can edit. I'm gonna go there right now. Scorebit. 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 S-C-O-R-B-I-T. 
hopefully that will catch on and be used in more tournaments. Those West Coast guys, they're always ahead of the curve when it comes to new technology. Oh, it's nuts. Like the they would I mean just everything that Carl's been able to like him first connecting displays directly to the feed. Uh, you know, I think he was the first one to do replay. And just I mean, the having the scores and all the bios and everything that he did for like Pin Pinmasters one of those years. Uh, and all the equipment he has, man, as a community, we owe him so much money. Yep. The things, uh, the amount of money he's put into this hobby, uh, and, well, I don't know how we allow him to do that without being compensated. It's it's crazy. When he told us how many cameras he had, my jaw was just like, what? Yeah, I told yeah. him to go over the tech crap, because I know we have techies who watch. Who I remember listen. that. So, so in Indisc, we had um, Martin from the Head-to-head podcast, he he ended up 43rd, and I guess his, his rating must have been low enough that he got to play in B, and he took second in B. So he was one out of the sandbagging champion. Oh, good, good job, Bruce. <laughs> Snap. Uh, I, don't, I, I technically could be right up there with Ron. I'm not sure where Ron was ranked when he – you, you won B at Papa, right? I won a C at Pinburg. Oh, okay. Yeah. I won B at Papa. I don't know if, I would, if that would be considered a sandbag or not. I felt like that was really hard. I then played in it A is. the next year, and it was no bueno. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and, and Martin had a chance to, he was him, he was player four in the last game. They were playing all, all the finals games. They were doing it Pinburg style. They played like four games, doing the three two one zero scoring. So he got up, and he basically had to win. And he was second, going into his last ball, and he was the last player. And this was on Metallica. I'm trying to. He, I think he got crank it up lit. I think he started it, and he was in crank it up, hitting the shots, and he was also trying to go for the uh, the piston target for like the doubler. So he was going for it. He was going for it all, which I liked. Double cash. Yeah, and but he ended up. He, he got a. It was like a quick. It was like a power drain. Gone. I think on the left side. So we ended up second. And I was thinking, because he said on the um, head-to-head podcast that they were going to be recording right after that. And they're like, it's kind of late now. He's probably not going to feel like recording. And sure enough, they did not record. Jinx. <laughs> Guess they're going to record today or, or whenever. So congratulations to Martin. That's awesome. And then, I'll let you take this one, Bruce. We missed out on some booze. We actually won booze from one of the... Uh questionnaire uh, things that they had to head to head and uh he had a 12 i think it was a 12 pack of mordello and he's like i got the booze where are you guys okay and he he is roto dave who owns like a i said you, that already no you didn't yeah, did no you didn't who owns it has a huge i think he's he has like every system 11 yes he does and he was on the head to head podcast and they did a contest where they played all these system 11 sounds and Bruce being the pinball geek he is, gets the most sounds. So the prize was free booze whenever he sees you next. And he had the booze ready, but... Had, yep, but we weren't there. We, fa- we failed. Well done, sir. Yep, we failed. But his daughter did not fail. No. His daughter, her, her name is uh, Danielle, I believe. Look it up right now. Yep, Danielle, or Danielle Peck won the women's finals in Indisc. Congratulations. Congratulations. It's an impressive and, and she this was hilarious. In the finals, 
she got game pick. One of the games they had there was Pool Sharks, which probably hardly anyone knows. <laughs> but since her father has every System 11 game, she knew it. That game's bad. <laughs> no, it's not. I like Pool Sharks. Okay, to be fair, the only version I've ever played was the garbage one at Pinwiz, so maybe the game is good if the flippers work. But uh... Oh, yeah. Well, the one I played was at a show, and the flippers did work. It was, it's one of those, you know, when you're walking down with all the games, and all your Attack from Marses are in use, and all your ACDCs are being played, and there's that pool shark sitting there that has this terrible backlash with the sharks, and no one wants to play it, and I play it. And it's like, ah, oh, you know, this isn't bad. Everything with the Sharknadoes playing pool. Yeah. Would you play that, Bruce, or, or are you too snobbish? No, I'd play that. I like the game, actually. Oh, okay. Just check. I would probably play it yeah. if, if it was working. I, I, I would like to see what a real game would. I mean, it seemed like it was left orbit all day on that, maybe. Yes, it can be. Experience. It really can be, yes. You'll see if you watch the stream. You'll get to see <laughs> lots of pool sharks. Oh, yes. <laughs> and then uh, Classics, Raymond Davidson won. Woo! Hi, so Raymond. Congratulations to Raymond. Yeah. Wins again. Wins more stuff. He's good. He's good. And then the overall champion was Robert Gagno, who beat Zach Sharp in a playoff. Wasn't that a theater magic? Theater magic. Yes. Oh, my God, really? The playoffs ended up being the, the final four. There was two ties. Tie for third and fourth, tie for first and second. Or, well, tie, tie for first, tie for second. So they had to have two playoffs. And the first one they had to determine third and fourth was on whodunit. That's when I got to see whodunit played in a very high level, of which I will probably never play my whodunit. Did they bug it out? Like it happened No, they that? mentioned, I thought they mentioned something like they had a fixed software version, which I'd like to know oh. where they got that from, because I was unaware that existed. I had no idea that it was bugged out like that until I was watching, you know, when Kaylee and all them was going, like, what's going on here? And then I later found out. And it's good to hear. I mean, I'd be really interested in seeing what the competition uh, theater looks like because it seemed like that was blacklisted from competition. Oh, yeah. Theater. What did they do to theater? They had a modified ROM in there. But the, the most of the changes were like the left orbit. They made it so it wouldn't come all the way around the ramp. So just go into the pop bumpers every time. Oh, I so, heard that. So that strategy that strategy was nerfed. They made it so like if you hit the um trunk once, mode would be lit to try to get people to play modes. Yeah. And they also what was the other thing? The the feed coming from the right orbit. When it came down, they had they made it so somehow it would it hit like a post or something, it would bounce straight out right into the slingshot. Completely out of oh. control, like every time. Wow. So nice. I'm looking forward to seeing that. Yeah, they made it much much more playable. So you, you got to see what you would never get to see. And that's another thing about Indus. They will have games there you normally don't see in finals for reasons like that, or just other rare games, usually like Gottlieb's. They had like a robo-war there that was in the finals. And I noticed they have a, another neat little feature where whoever the top qualifier is can eliminate a game from the bank. Yep. And uh, I'm trying to remember who the top qualifier was, but I, the eliminated game was uh, Game of Thrones. Smart person. Because I thought of that later. I'm like, you know, oh, yeah, that's right. I wonder what they eliminated. I had to go back to the qualifying to see all the games and then see, like, I, every one of the games I saw in the finals except Game of Thrones. So it's like that had to be the one eliminated. Hmm. Yeah, I think last year or the year before that um, um, they had the modded uh, party zone. 
They had the, 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 like the kickoff on the ramp, so every time you hit the left ramp, it'd throw it into the pop bumpers. Yeah. So they do. They really come up with neat mods out there to get games playable. That's awesome to hear about Theater Magic. Teed off, which is one of my favorite Gottliebs, except the fact that you can trap everything and it plays way too long. He, uh, Jim Belcito, when he, he brings all the games in, he did something with the wire form so it wouldn't come down slow anymore. It just came down fast. You couldn't trap it at all. And just, cool. it played completely different. Big teed off fan here. What do you think of teed off, Bruce? <sighs> whatever, Bruce. Whatever. It's a, it's a pretty good game, and especially as Gottlieb's go. Yeah, I mean, it's got. I like the fact that you you don't lock balls a normal way. It's like you go through nine holes, then you lock a ball, and then you can lock a second one for three ball. Or if you screw up, it's only two ball. I don't like that the modes are generally not worth playing and you time them all out. Mm. And basically all the points are like the super jackpots. But it makes you shoot all the shots, which is, yep. you know. It makes you shoot all the shots. Key. And then you get the super whatever it is. And then they have the other one that's like cats and dogs, which is all bonus, so you don't want to tilt. En- enough about teed off. I talk about teed off too much. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure Bruce will say that. He's yes. getting Yes. So anything else about Indisc? I'm, I'm sure a fun time was had by all, and I really am considering going there next year, especially since it's in January, and the weather really sucks here in January. The one was there. Yeah, the one the one didn't go that far. I don't think he got out of the first round. He must not want to. I think he, he did go out of the No, he made it out of the first round. I don't think so. Because Sanjay showed the oh, picture. Oh, that's right. That's right. He made it into the second round. He didn't even show up till the Saturday. Because like, qualifying was Friday and Saturday. He, didn't even, well, he wasn't even there. Friday yeah, because he was waiting for Katie to come in on a flight. I thought he was just challenging himself. No, no, <laughs> no. the no, least no. amount of hours I can play <laughs> and still qualify. Yes. At this point, I mean, what else are you going to do to challenge yourself when you've won everything you could possibly win? That seems to me like that would be a neat challenge. When he puts out an amazing game, that's going to be the last challenge left in front of him. No, when he puts out Pinball 102. They were working on that. That'll probably never get done now, but they were working on that. I think they, they released some parts of it. But uh he's still bit he's still busy on Golden Girls. I can't wait for that to come out. That was on that was on the stream too, folks. If you don't believe me, just watch the stream. They mentioned Golden Girls. I'm not we're not the only ones saying this. This is this is fact. Not opinion. Not opinion. We we have the inside info from the one. It is Golden Girls. Yes. They also had they had a bunch of things this weekend. They also had a at Pinball Star. We always uh, mention the end of the show That's where I got my Hobbit. There you go, Pinball Star. They had a Pirates of the Caribbean party where they had you know food and games and Pirates of the Caribbean, and they streamed it. So I know Koi um, Koi was there. I saw I saw him in the background of the stream. Was it working? It was, it was the part I saw was working. Interesting, because they had uh, they had a launch party here locally, and I had a few friends that went, and they said that like the ship was disabled, the chest was disabled. Bummer. Which I'm like, huh. when, why show it then? Yeah. <laughs> like that. Well, they kind of did the same thing with the Hobbit when they were showing that around. It had issues with the vertical up kicker and all these other things. It's like eh, you can only make a good first impression once. It's like just don't show it. <laughs> well, you remember when they had dialed in at, uh, was it automated? And they had it like in the row where they must have had too many things plugged in. 
Yeah. Because you would do hit <laughs> yep. a certain shot. What was it? There was a certain shot you would hit, and the it was game multi-ball, would just multi ball, I believe. Yeah, and the whole every time you'd start multi ball, the whole the whole row would reset. Yep, I did it like three times in a row before people started going ah. <laughs> and it was your very uh, own Ron Hallett right here who figured out like, well, why don't we turn off Hobbit or one of the other games? And boom, <laughs> it corrected the problem. You can get yep. multi ball without like the whole row resetting. Got two dialed in. So what do you think it dialed in? So you 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 went there just to play that. So what did you think about I it? I did. Dialed in is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Which make, I mean, like honestly, I've liked every other game except for The Hobbit. <laughs> oh man, makes it worse. Oh, but God. The, um, yeah, the dialed in is it's it's great. It's it shoots great. You know everything. Everything makes sense. It explains the game to you when you're playing. You're not trying. Yeah, you, you know, you're not hurting your brain trying to figure out what the heck's going on. It's uh, it's it's great. I, I love dialed in. If you're thinking that Bruce is really quiet today, he is sick. I am dead to the world. He's dead to the world. Uh, maybe we should say why you're dead to the world, because you had a really long drive today. I did have a long drive. I, I see woke, that on Facebook. I mm. woke up at 5.30 this morning to drive to Maryland. Mar- why would you be driving to Maryland? To the coin-op warehouse. The coin-op warehouse? What did they have? Well, they had about a 1,000 games in the back. He actually let me go back and... Go hunt for games, which is kind of cool. No good sterns oh, there. Okay. Say so. You picked Gosh. a good one, right? I actually got one because I was sitting there. It was. Uh, I am now part of the Fist Club. <laughs> 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 I'm taking the fist, boys and girls. <laughs> Me and Ron are going for head to head. We're going to have the stern, the classic stern head-to-head competition, I think, because I now have a dragon fist. Congratulations, Bruce. Yep. And as usual, it is probably nicer than mine. As I as think it is a little bit nicer. Fucker. I mean, congratulations. Good. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. But uh, we have to go to – we'll both have to go to BG Restorations for our back classes because mine's probably just as bad as yours. Yeah. So maybe we can get a two-for-one deal. Sure. He's done one before. Yes, he has. It can't so. be any worse than mine. Mine is bad. Mine is bad. I have Mine's no reds. Bad. I have no bad. reds. Ever played a Dragon Fist, Joe? I'm looking at the game right now. I have never seen one of these. Yes, there's only 302. The only one that would be close to be would be uh, Scott before us. It screams um, uh, silver, Quicksilver. Yes. Same designer. Yep. Similar rules to Sea Witch with the uh, the roving X's for the um, drop target banks. Oh, you mean like Viper almost? Oh, Viper! Yeah. No, no, no! <laughs> <laughs> hey, I gotta talk to the Sanctum guys. I do have a improved Viper ROM. In that, I asked Tim Sexton, like, you know, what would you improve on Viper? And the one thing he said is the spinner's never worth anything. I mean, it's, it's really even with the multi play field multipliers, it's not worth like what other stern game spinners are when they're maxed out they all need to be spinner games (laughs) oh hell yeah so our very own scott supplied a a modification a modified rom where the spinner's worth a lot more so we got to get that like on the sanctums so they can have a a more enjoyable viper experience the funny thing about uh bruce's dragon fist is this is the same one i think we probably mentioned yes we did that was in the coin op warehouse that it was put out for sale about an hour after the 24-hour Sanctum tournament started. 
Yes. So I didn't see it. Bruce didn't see it. Nope. And then it sold. Then the guy who bought it just never picked it up and decided to sell it. So it was still sitting there. <laughs> yep. So then uh, I was the first one to jump on. People are complaining he bumped it up price. Guess what? I don't care how much he bumped it up. If it was 300 of them made, how many things are still sitting around? So I grabbed it, drove down on Martin Luther King Day, which I had off today, and I got back around 6 o'clock. Sorry, everybody on. There it is. Uh, I I dropped it off at Zach's, and it said not working. And I was like, I had to go meet my wife for dinner, and then I had to come for the podcast. And Zach said it is fully working right now. It just needs a, I need to rebuild the high voltage on the uh, driver board, and I have to get a flipper rebuild kit for the uh, Type 2 stern flippers. They can go from there. Excellent. And then try to peel off Mylar. Yeah, they Mylar'd it after it already been, that's, yeah. It it's just, bad. Yeah. I mean, the, the play field wasn't really that bad, but then they put Mylar over it. Everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. And they double mylar it because, you know, because the best thing is when you actually have the Mylar circles in front of the, the slingshots, and then you put a full sheet of Mylar over that. <laughs> I'm sure it plays great with all that Mylar. Actually, Zach said it didn't play that bad, but the flippers were were pretty wasted since they're probably original. It's Dragon Fist, man. It's tough to make it play bad. And I have the original spinner on mine. I don't have no cock spinner like you. Mine is superior. I have the cock spinner. <laughs> what is it? 60, 68 spins, baby. You're sorry. When I get 69, I'll... I'll... You're not going to get... Nope. Impossible. That's going to be uh, a thing. Are. Who has the higher spin total? That's the other thing the game has. It has the spin counter. So it's like not only high score to date, high spins to date. Yeah. What oh. a great concept. I love that. That's neat. Yeah. And as long as it keeps spinning, so that my, I got the 68 because I crushed it, and then I got the ball back, and I was able to crush it a second time. I think the most, like, full spin, with just like a single hit, is around 57. So you got to juice that spinner up, Bruce. Yep, I will. So uh, and that's what I did today. Now, I, I, I can't really do the, the heads-up challenge, though. I mean, I can't, I can't bring it. You'll have to bring all your games here. What the fuck? Well, my Dragon Fist, the cabin is falling apart. Literally, I can't oh, move it. Oh, oh, no, 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 Chief. I'm right with you. I think every Dragon Fist cabinet is fucked. Yeah, I, I, I think you're right. Like, what? It wasn't is the bottom falling out of yours on the back? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And my, uh, you know, the the spacer plate between the head and the body. The pedestal. Yes. The pedestal. Gone, part of it was gone. Actually, I found it inside the cabinet. Really? Part of mine is gone too. What the hell? But I fixed mine because I just, you know, I saw it, put another couple nails in it, and I'm good. What the hell's with Stern? Are you sure he didn't just pick up your game? I think I did. You got to answer and check. <laughs> That'd be funny. You should give the cabinet to Vance, man. Uh, this one is pretty bad. You would, I think I'm actually going to look for a donor. Could he build a new one? I don't know if he could. I'd arrest him. See, see, it would. Be, I, I say it'd be a good project because the original art is terrible. Yeah. Maybe try to come up with a cool new design. Or just find a newer, newer Stern cabinet, slap it in there and be done. And then I can just re-stencil anything I want also. You know, here's the thing. I don't think there's any other conventional size Stern cabinet that just says Stern on it that doesn't have game-specific artwork. I don't care about the artwork. Okay. 
Okay, if I was going to make my own artwork, who cares? I just want a, new, a better cabinet. All right. See? Thinking ahead. Find me find me another cabinet. Stern God. donor cabinet. <laughs> Bruce wants a stern donor cabinet, folks. Not wide body, of course. Yep, conventional. I think that's literally why he does this. Yep. I do, just for this. <laughs> just all the deals he gets. Yeah, yeah and, and they did they did cheapen up on the last, like, I noticed it doesn't have, like, the ball roll tilt. They stopped doing nope. that. They used a smaller, like, panel on the side and got rid of some stuff. Yep. To save money, so. You won't have to worry about a ball roll tilt switch, because there isn't one. Darn. Darn. So let's see, what do we got here? So we did Indisc. Oh, SCS, we talked about that. We talked about the Jersey Jack thing. And also, I was in a tournament this weekend. Ooh. Wasn't really expecting to go to a tournament, but I got a, I got PM from Tim. Tim Balls. What's a PM? A private message. Okay, good. Just like you do to me. I know. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Dick. So, <laughs> so as I was saying before I was so rudely interrupted... So I got a PM from Tim. Uh, there was a tournament in uh, New York City at uh, the Crazy Levy's Funtorium. Levy is one of the uh, he's one of the Never Peeve people responsible for the New York City Championships, pinball championships that will be coming up in May. And every few months he has like a tournament at his place. Actually, it's, it's his showroom, I guess it's called, and. Tim can't really use his lap his work laptop anymore because he was using his work laptop for streaming and other things related to pinball. So I think he said, "Like, can we use your laptop?" Like, like I'll co- I'll come along. You can use my laptop as long as you drive there because I'm not driving to New York City. It's like no problem. So we used my laptop, and since we had my laptop, he brought his streaming stuff, and we also streamed it. We streamed the finals, which is out on our. Twitch page and is also already uploaded to YouTube, so check it out. Three or four hours of tournament action. How did you do, Ron? Where you can watch a uh, whatever. Where you can watch an awesome Jackpot game and, and have it reset. How did you do? Best. And then you can watch a uh, uh, oh, how did I do? Yes. How did you do, Ron? Uh, I didn't make the top eight. Fail. Yeah. I basically needed to win the last two. It was match play. I probably should say what the format. Seven rounds of match play, foursomes. I basically needed to win, win, be first in round set, six and seven. And I was sec- I think second in, in six and first in seven. That wasn't enough. So that sucked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, very disappointing. I had, you know, it just, when it's not your day, like I'm on Jackbot. Soft plunge, trap, open the visor, lock a ball, soft plunge, trap. Second one, boom, multi-ball starts. I immediately get two balls, lock two balls for the super, whatever, jackpot. Balls come down. I, like, hit the flipper button, I guess, too hard. Or trying to, like, like a little slap. Not even a real, not even a nudge. And I get warning, warning, tilt. Right in the multi-ball. You animal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That pissed me off. Like, no, 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 no. So. That's pinball, bro. Yeah, that's pinball. <sighs> Whatever. Then I see people, like, shoving the game and they're not getting tilts. Yep. You know that's the drill. Nice. It was just my particular 
type of slap must have been just not not with the game. It was the aggregate. It was, it was yeah. all, the, all the. It was all probably the, the aggregate. Seven different mini slaps. Beforehand. Yeah, I tend to hit the flipper buttons too hard sometimes. It comes from playing all these older games. And the winner was Alberto Santana, who just told me today that he is coming up to the Upstate New York Championships. Ah, excellent! He was there last year, and so is Steve Bowden from a bonus. Yep, I talked to him. He wants to check out your place. That's very cool. And it's because it's at my place. That's really cool also. And where's your place? That is the Silver Ball Saloon in East Rochester, New York. Ah, okay. And then we had a tournament this weekend for Stern Army. And our own Zach won it. Bastard. Took me out in finals. Yeah, someone needs to set Zach straight. Well, we'll see what happens this weekend in SCS because he's a higher-ups ranked seed. So we'll see if somebody takes him down. Because he was on the chat during our stream at the Funatorium. And he said some things that pained me greatly. Attack from Mars is overrated. He said things that Spirit is greater than Black Hole, which is greater than Cheetah. Blasphemy. That's, come on. To insinuate Black Hole is a better game than Cheetah. Black Hole is pretty garbage. Viper is better than Black Hole. Yeah, I mean, they, they can't have much more of a not fun mechanic as, ooh, look at the cool play field. Oh, you're dead. Oh, cool. <laughs> this is, we need to explain to him the whole, the whole Gottlieb concept of like, like locking balls for multi-ball and then you drain and then it, it just, it just unlocks the ball so you can watch them drain. So you have to relock them <laughs> is not yeah. fun. It is a terrible player experience. Because you have to jump back on the machine and go, wait, wait, wait. Oh, yeah. Wait. yeah and, and you realize the flippers are dead. I mean, yeah. Terrible concept, terrible rules. As Tim told me, when you're playing a Gottlieb, don't think about the rules because they didn't. <laughs> oh, wow. Nice. Yeah, you like that? Actually, someone else told him that, and then he, he told me. But I, I thought that was a good – that's a good quote. They have a couple of good games. They do. They do. But Black Hole ain't one of them. Sorry. No, correct. I, I, I would – yeah. I, the whole concept, you didn't complete that bank of targets. Okay. We're going to drain your ball now, and you're going to get to just watch it. Yeah, that's that's by far. That's probably one of the worst things I've ever seen in pinball. Yep. Pretty much. Gottlieb. It's almost as bad as the new trend of saying you fail on stuff. <laughs> that, that I don't get. They need to stop doing that. I think, I think Spooky does that. A Highway does that. They have modes, and if you don't do them, it just says, you failed. Well, you know, Spooky. Stern yeah. doesn't do that. JJP doesn't do that. I'm just saying. They want to piss off your player base by telling them they failed over and over. Yeah, well, yeah, they don't say, you don't, they don't use the words you failed. They do on Alien. Your time's up. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah I haven't yes, had a chance do. to play that. Yeah. It'll say, like, you failed. It'll say, you failed. Actually, Total Nuclear Annihilation, at the end of the game, every game it says, you failed. Yeah. Because technically, if you, you don't destroy nine. all nine reactors, you failed. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, that's, prob- that's probably their best game that they've put out, I think. Agreed. I, I, do, I do like Haunted. Ha- I think Haunted is by far their second best game. Rob Zombie, no thank you. Is a distant third. <laughs> yes, a very I distant guess. third. I mean, I love the sound. I love the art. I pretty much love everything except for the gameplay and the rules. That's... I think I put Dominoes ahead of... Oh, no, no. I've never played that or I've seen it. I'll say the one thing I'll give Rob Zombie is 
the callouts. I think I think it must be an actor that was in some Rob Zombie movies. I don't know his name. That does some of the callouts, like a jackpot, you know, extra ball or add a ball, nice or whatever. I think it's Captain Spaulding. Yeah. Yeah, the, I mean the callouts are yeah, the sounds are, great. Are, are good. Great. I mean, it, it wasn't a phoned-in thing. He's he's all into it, so I'll, I'll yeah. give credit there. The callouts yeah. are nice. The only problem is it'll be like the same callout, like multiple times, as opposed mm-hmm. to like like a Stern game. You might have a similar callout, but it's done with different inflections, so it's a little different every time it's said. Yeah, that's the big problem with America's Most Haunted. Yeah, it'll say like the same thing. It'll same say thing, like the same thing. thing. It'll say uh, like the same thing. You know, it, you know, jackpot, jackpot. Where like a stern game always say, you know, jackpot, jackpot. jackpot. <laughs> okay, now I'm sounding like 24, but jackpot, yeah. jackpot. jackpot. That's a good echo. Okay, a, a better one would be like extra ball, extra ball, extra ball. You know, just say it like five different ways. Yeah, just little things yeah. like that, or make a big difference more, more than you would think, in my opinion. But yeah, I think the big problem on that game mainly is the play field. Like, that's the thing that I, always cracks me up about that is like that play field was there, like everyone when uh, what was it the zombie game that they that he had come up with and everyone universally was like no that's that's that, we don't want that game that play field's garbage we don't want anything to do with that game and then they like, came back with exactly the same play field and he's like it's Rob Zombie and everyone's like we need it we love it it's amazing it's like ah. <laughs> It's the same exact playfield. What changed? Just a theme. If you didn't like the playfield then, why do you like it now? Because it's got a bucket of chicken on it. it does. And that robot from Phantom Creeps. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he's in it. Yeah, <laughs> I think he's part of Rob Zombie's stage show, if I remember. He comes out. It's I like believe he's in Thousand Corpses, too. I think he's in like some of the really the weird, freaky parts. where they. <laughs> it's like the robot from Phantom Creeps, which was a serial from the 40s. The only reason I know that is because it was on Mystery Science Theater episodes. It's like, oh, it's that robot. It's the same one. So let's see. We got SCS. We got... We talked about the S... Yeah, we... I think it's time. I think it's time, Bruce. It's time for Face Off. Or no, wait a minute. Uh, let's, go, let's go through the news first. We'll let you... We'll let you... <laughs> we'll let you firm uh, in on that. Uh, Come on. You always... You know, I got Gottlieb again. But we'll, we'll get into that first. Let's just look at the news... Really quickly, again, this is from This Week in Pinball. Kudos to them. That's thisweekinpinball.com. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. The source of news for all podcasts. The Beatles are coming. Really? Although the rumor, it's, okay, the rumor here says it's a Kapow title. And Bruce, you're insistent on that's the Monsters. I'm going for the Monsters still. I'm going to say that I think the next Kapow title that's going to be revealed at Expo this year is going to be the Beatles, not the Monsters. So we'll we'll see who's right. Interesting. I would lean more towards Monsters too because I always had thought that the Beatles' license was unobtainium. No, they got it. Now, what that means, or what kind of, I don't know, what kind of game that's going to be. I mean, it could be like the Walking Dead license, or yeah, (laughs) not really. (laughs) You know, I mean, there's no way Paul McCartney or Ringo are doing any custom speech for the game that I could see, unless they're just closet pinheads who just like oh going to have a, a a pinball? Sure, we'll do it. Yeah, the only chance to even get any of that anymore is it has to be a band-related because the rest you just can't get a hold of people anymore. Yeah, or or if they're fans. Like, uh, what's his name? For um, Star Trek. What was his name? Carl Urban? Yeah. Did I get his yes. name right? Yeah. Yes, he was sir. a pinhead. I mean, he wasn't. it wasn't even planned for him to do any speech work. 
However, he found out about it. He found out, you know, about the game. He said, you know, I'll do it. So he got an LE. Boom. There you go. Yeah, I wish that that was the way it worked a lot more now. I bet you probably a lot, if you could actually contact and get a hold of a lot of these people, they'd probably do that. But there's so much crap between that you can't even, you never even get to get close to the person. And then they just go, oh, you know, it costs 25 grand to even send an email to the manager or something. Yeah. I mean, I was so psyched when they were able to get Betty White to do all the custom callouts for Golden Girls. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I hope that's true, guys. I oh, really that's do. totally true. The one told us. The one would never lie to us. Nope. Blanche Multiball. It's, it's going to be in there. What else do we got here? We got also a news. Cosmic Chaos. That's going to be the theme of the Texas Pinball Festival this year. Is something that Mark Ritchie came up with. But they might actually turn it into a game. Possibly. Maybe. Some award shows this weekend, too. The Twippies. The T-W-I-P-Y. Twippy Awards will be on Friday. It's going to be live at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Oh, they put the right one there. EST, thank you. It's going to be on Twitch. Let's see. It's going to be on twitch.tv slash SDTM pinball, as in straight down the middle pinball. You guys are in the in the running for one of those, aren't you? I'm not allowed to say anything. Bruce, Bruce will yell at me. Oh, jinxing. Yeah. Of course, the voting's over, so... The categories are Best Animations and Display, Best Light Show, Favorite New Mod, Best Theme, Best Toys and Gimmicks, Favorite Pinball YouTube Channel, Best Theme Integration, Best Sound and Callouts, Favorite Pinball Twitch Streamer, Best Code and Rules, Best Playfield Gameplay and Layout, Favorite Pinball Podcast, <clears throat> Best <laughs> Artwork, and Game of the Year. Game of the Year is dialed in. Has to be. It should be. It should be. Anything else, and I'm I'm demanding a recount. Den, 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 It'll den, be tied with TNA. Den, den, Which I think den, is a crime, but... Den, Teenies. All good and all, but compared to dialed in, like, come on. <laughs> and then, uh, what else we got? Uh, to talk about Iron Maiden being the next turn? I don't think it's Iron Maiden. I still think it's another. Uh, well, you still think it's Golden Girls? Yes, yeah, Golden Girls, of course. Well, according to he says it's supposed to, well, this is, this is a rumor. Keith Elwin is doing Iron Maiden, and it wasn't John Trudeau. Yeah. So, oh. uh,. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I think it was John Trudeau. What Archer, man. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> I know. Golden I Girls. Actually... Golden Girls. I'm sure it'll have the same playfield layout as Archer. Well, I watched his videos on that, and then I literally went and watched the show, and now I want an Archer pinball machine. I know. Agree. <laughs> of course, you could go back and, and watch his videos, but you can't because he pulled them all. He yeah. did? Yeah. Really? Did. Yeah, there's no Archer. He used to have the Archer gameplay videos on his YouTube channel, but they were pulled as soon as he got hired by Stern. What about his other videos of him breaking games? Oh, yeah, that's all on there. Those are still there? You can watch him destroy games in ridiculous fashion. See, the fact that they pulled the archery videos is a little hope. Well, I no. Think, maybe. I, well, yeah, there's hope that whatever whatever Golden Girls looks like is going to look a lot like Archer. Ah, I can't imagine that <laughs> Archer would be a hard license to get. But would it sell? That's the question. Yeah. What were you saying, Bruce, about code? Alien got a new code update. But I heard it's hard to get uh, loaded onto people's machines. Uh, why is that? 
because the way they were putting uh, the file in, some of the, I guess, the earlier machines didn't like the way it was written in the uh, the yeah. ending of the of the file format. So yeah, just another another fun story of highway pinball under quality control and what they lack in. If only every every game could update as easily as uh, Jersey Jack games. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had, no, I had in, no issue. Done. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. I mean, even and the, it keeps all your shit. Even the full update was just like, it's just you just have to format the, the thumb drive in a certain way, but you put it in, turn the game on. The only issue I have is it just takes whatever screen is the first one to come up, so it was actually the hologram. So I got to see everything upside down. <laughs> nice. You know, see the code update going on. Like, I hope it's working. Yeah, like the greatest part is the fact that you want it is the Delta upgrades. It just it keeps all all your settings are exactly the same. All those high scores are there. And it just goes right in. Like oh, so it else. keeps the settings, so I don't have to like save the settings and then reload them or anything. Yeah, for Deltas, if you have okay. to do a full install, you do. But yeah, I, I would love to know what the deal is with them in there when it comes to their quote unquote default settings that are not like. I mean, you 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 with your dialed in, you must have seen that the like. All the flippers are set wicked low, and the theater's not set up properly. Yeah, the, the magnet's not set up, in. and it's in a weird place, which they moved. It was under, like, it was in the diagnostics under magnets. Yeah, or something, diagnostic but magnet. now, now it has its own setting. The other weird thing I didn't understand is if you go under their menus, they have a deal where if something is just the, the regular color, that means it's a default. If it's, like, uh, red, that means it was changed from the default. Green is default. At least it is for the yeah, Hobbit. Okay. Green is default. So, right, red so green is, is default. Bad. Red has changed. You would do a full full upgrade, like the full one, not a Delta. So this is blows away all the settings. You put it on. You go into the menu, and there's stuff that's red. Like, how is this possible? Yeah, that's the weird thing. Because also, yeah. like, the same reason that you, out of, your, out of the box, none of your stuff came as the default. Because the default never gets, seemingly gets changed to what they actually want it to be. Yeah. So you never actually keep it on most of all the green settings because none of them are working at the time, which is weird. It is weird. I had to pretty much up well, all three flippers, up the launcher, up the um, the kicker into the launch, into the shooter lane, because a lot of times that was, was barely making it in or not making it in. It would have to try a couple times. So I had to up all those. I had, of course, screw the magnet, which everyone does, yep. to get it to fling it right. I mean, but once I once you get all that set, then it's you're you're oh, a golden. It's a dream. But but you have to set all that stuff, and it's yep. kind of annoying. And the problem is, is if you got people who have no idea what they just you know the location or something, they just chuck it and set it up, and it's not dialed playing in. right. Dialed in does not come dialed in out of the box. <laughs> dialed in enough. Yes. Stern growth. Did you know Stern is growing? Do you know, according to Zach Sharp, sales are up forty percent from last year to this year, meaning two thousand seventeen from 2016, which is up 40% from the year prior. In other words, they're doing really good, which is good for everyone. Yes. It is. Very happy. And that he is crushing it over there. The changes that he's brought in since he's been hired. You mean like the stern of the union? You mean yes. letting people know what the hell they're actually doing or working on? Yep. What a concept. Wow. And putting out little releases mm -hmm. for code instead of waiting for the big one. Yes. They're, they're just, they're crushing it. So IFPA State Championship Series. Oh, we already talked about that. It never drains in Southern California. We talked about that. 
New pinball event in the UK. Pinfest. Wait a minute. There's another thing called Pinfest. There's one in Australia called Pinfest. There's one in this huh? country called Pinfest. We did it first. <laughs> uh, probably the one here, I would assume. Actually, one thing we didn't talk about the states is if either are you guys planning on going if you win? No. Already bought my ticket, man. <laughs> Tell this again. <laughs> yeah, that's again. <laughs> we we're actually planning to go for Pin Masters, but uh, when is we it? We haven't booked it. Uh, I believe it's. I want to say the beginning of March. Yes. All right. So it's it's not the same. Not a conflict like last. Not a time. conflict like okay, because that was the one like the one year. Of course, I made it to the finals. It was like uh, the I. It was the same weekend as Texas, which I had already bought everything to go to. So it's like it wasn't even in the cards. Also, before they used to be when finals happened and when the fi- when the actual nationals was, it was like less than a month apart. So you really got screwed on flights, you know. But th- thankfully, it's a bigger gap now. Excellent. I have some news. You have a piece of news, which I forgot I to got say. A piece, piece of, of news. news. Piece of news. They announced today that Yacht Rock's coming back to Buffalo, August 17th through the 19th. Oh, really? Yacht Rock? Yeah, that, that might be that. better known as the Buffalo Summer Pinball Open, possibly. Yes, it is. <laughs> but it's going to be at the Sandy yeah. Beach Yacht Club. Oh, I actually saw that on Facebook. It's moved this yeah. year, so um, I do plan on going. You guys got to come to Pin Masters this year. One of the dates... Yeah, that's a good point. I probably shouldn't talk about that yet. Because they're not final, but uh, (laughs) I would say April. Yeah, we're planning on... May, June. Cool. We're planning for Stomp West soon. Oh, we are? We are. Okay. Well, Bruce is planning, and he's planning to tell Ron about it soon. Yes. It'll be in March sometime. You'll have to bring out George. Live on the air. And you'll have to bring out George and your your other new partner out there. George and Bob. I can bring out George and Bob. Oh, my. We'll have to stream it, too. And we might have to challenge the Buffalo guys to come out and get it all in one swoop. So, okay, that was the news. You want to talk about Hobbit more, or you want to go into uh, our challenge? It's good to talk about Hobbit. <laughs> come on, Hobbit's fun. I'm curious to what, what you guys, what your guy. I know that you guys have always been anti-Hobbit for the most part, I, I believe. It's just a drag. Those stupid... Pop up toys, trolls. Well, it's each. No, it's each an animal. It's each a yeah, different each animal. Different, technically. But it, but it is a pain in the ass blocking shots. Yeah. It's almost as bad as Scolari Brothers. Almost. Whoa, 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 whoa! That's the, That's too far. <laughs> almost. You see what I said? Almost. That is too far. It's not even close. Yeah. <laughs> one kills you and doesn't go down. The other ones work. Yeah, but they work, but they're always they popping up though. in front of you. Yeah, but they suck, too. It just, it's a very dry, it, you, to get anywhere on the game, it's not chopping wood. It's chopping a forest down just to get something good on it. It's a lot of work. It's, it's just a lot of work and a lot of work and a Smokey lot. Smokey the Bear is crying because you just killed all the Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I find it that is. most people just have no idea how to play it either because the game really gives zero shits about explaining to <laughs> yeah, you yeah for me it's all about how the shots feel you know i played wizard of oz i never really liked how the shots felt i played hobbit i didn't really like how the shots felt i played dialed in i played like the prototype i played it the night it was revealed and it's like okay this is different this actually feels good 
Yeah, that's a wide body thing. I think I feel I feel for me uh, personally that all well, wide bodies feel weak. I wouldn't say because I play pirates and that shot a hell of a lot better than Hobbit or Wizard of Oz, in my opinion. But that's like, but why? Like, what would cause that? Uh, it's probably that mini. It's probably the mini loop that caught my attention. Like, ooh, maybe because I, I, I mean, they all pretty much shoot the same. I mean, they feel weird because of the shots are much lower on the play on the flippers than. You're used to shooting almost on any other game. It's tough to make a wide buy that shoots good. You know, it it, it really is. I, I mean, still I say like on. one of my favorites, Demo Man, is really not a wide body. Yeah, it's a conventional size because the two things on the left are what the car crash, which you never want to hit, and the eyeball. And the car crash is a whole like if you shot that game out, that's a whole like there's like two cars and it's a cool looking thing, but you never even can see it. It's totally yeah. useless. It's worthless in the rules, so really the game is 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 that whole left side is cut off, and that's why it plays so good because it's and really you never a conventional shoot the right size game. Either. Uh, well, except for a jackpot. Yeah, minus that. Yeah. Minus that. Yes, you don't shoot the right arm. Yeah, I mean it's. Uh, I mean, like a lot of people, that, a lot of people say that it's the play field on the Hobbit that's the problem, and I don't personally think that the play field's bad on the Hobbit. All right, what's the upper right flipper for? See, like, okay, so it's for, well, so whenever it's in the bumpers, right, if it comes out, there's a lane above the vertical up kicker on the right, if it comes through that lane, the upper, and if you hit, there's two shots to light from, uh, for the upper flipper to hit. If you hit the captive ball, it relates your kicks, your kickback, and then if you've hit enough pop bumpers to fill a barrel, it lights one of the drop targets to kick over the barrel to get, like, extra ball or hold bonus or some of these other different awards so that but so that's what that is standardly used for but it also has one of the coolest i think one of the coolest endings to a multi-ball in existence in my opinion and that uses the upper right flipper have you ever killed smog no i have not so in smog which i mean which i think is probably one of the shining things in this is that you know smog has many different levels in it but once you get to the final level, the sequence is you have to hit the man targets, then you have to hit the right ramp to load the wind lance, which goes into the kickback, and then the kickback shoots it up to the upper right flipper, and all of the drops go up in front of Smog except for one to expose one of the stand-ups behind it, and if you hit that stand-up, much like in the movie and how Smog dies, you kill Smog, and then the entire game goes black, and it goes through the kill sequence, and which is quite amazing. So, I mean, the upper freight flipper is used for stuff. I mean, it's I, I went into it with the same opinion. I looked at the playfield and say, what's the point of this flipper? But the game does use it. You know, it's it's. It, but again, it's it's not overly overt at telling you what to do with it, which I think is all right. The main problem. I'll have to put a spoiler alert now that we know that the dragon dies. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, that happens in what, like the first five minutes of the second film. Oh, oh okay. For the third one. All right. It's time for Face Off. Are you ready, Bruce? I'm going to lose already. Uh, now, see, you ruined the whole thing with this terrible attitude of yours. No, no, I'll tell you exactly why. Guess who does the software for all three of my games? Oh, you're going to start this again. Oh. oh, God, it's killing me. So wait a minute, you, you only have three games? I only have three games. All right, so I have more of a choice Uh-oh, of what I can Lonnie. pick. <laughs> I'm sorry, Bruce. Oh, my. The only thing I don't know is who goes first here. What, what, what are the usual Bruce rules? Now, 
You it got to whoever you, you whoever got to pick the manufacturer. You got to pick the manufacturer last time. The first the first remember. pick. So I don't know but if you that have has more game. You have more games, so you pick first. I'll pick first. Yeah, that's only fair. So what do I go for? What do I go for here? To I played start? only one of these, so. Oh, okay. So you'll have to consult with IPDB.org. Oh, I got it open. Oh, so do I. <laughs> <laughs> All uh, right. Let's just go right for it. You told me to do prep. Come on. Yeah, I got Well, I actually have played all these at some point. Really? Well, here's a funny story, and this is not 1988. This is 1989. Big House. I don't know if anyone's familiar with that game. You familiar with it, Bruce? Yes, the I pri- am. The prison one, the prisoners are dogs and all that. They're dogs, yes. Yeah. Well, when I was riding to this tournament with uh, Tim Balls, he has, you know, I have this idea what they should do with Walking Dead in the prison. When you hit the prison, like when multiball starts, like you should have like spotlights come on, like onto the prison, you know, like you're escaping. And I'm like, you know, they already did that in Big House, right? It's like, what? What's Big, big House? You're in prison. And they literally have roving spotlights that when you escape prison, they turn on, like, because you're escaping. Yeah. It's, it's actually a pretty cool effect. I actually like it. It's got the corkscrew thing that brings the ball up, but whatever. Time to pick my first game, and it's going to be TX Sector. We're going to go right for TX Sector. Just some of the greatest backlash artwork ever. Way ahead of its time. So ahead of its time, you really can't understand what it is, but... One trick pony. It's interesting you went right for that. (laughs) Right, right for the... I'm, I'm going right for the just killer artwork. The just great layout. The two, two spinners... That spin, building up your levels to lock the ball. The balls, like, seemingly just appear and transport over to other areas of the play field. And a really cool effect. Really cool lighting. Has chaser lights that go along the ramp that look cool. A perennial pop of favorite. Great addicting gameplay. And one of the catchiest 80s soundtracks in any game. And a great review video. And in a great review video, I give you TX Sector. I would go on to describe the designer, but I can't do that. Oh, my. Oh, my. Since my machine's not built by a pedophile, (laughs) I go there. Went right there. Wow. Uh, I'm going with a perennial favorite from Data East, Time Machine. Where you could actually listen to the 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s music all in this machine. You get a real chime box in the machine also. You get great music, great sounds, great shots, including a million point shot. Not no one trick pony with spinners only. You actually have rules in this game. Not saying who did them, but they have rules and a great artwork by done by Kevin O'Connor and Margaret Hudson. Great music by David Thiel. Time Machine rocks. The only problem is those ramps do get a little little tight on the one side, but it is a fun game. You can sing along with it anytime you want. Even has Pac-Man on it. Come on, and Howdy Doody. Who doesn't love a game with Pac-Man and Howdy Doody on it? I yield the floor with Time Machine. This is actually a pretty close one. And to be fair, Time Machine is also kind of a two-shot pony, same as TX Sector. Because, I mean, you're not really shooting the left ramp. You're just shooting the right ramp as much as you can. 
and then shoot the one left ramp to just get that million. Yep. And there's really no other shots on the game either. So, but yeah, uh, this is a tough one because I do really like them both. Uh, Tech Sector definitely has better music. But which one could I play the more? Probably Time Machine. I have to go with Time Machine. I think I could uh, enjoy that much longer than TX Sector. Oh, I'm never going to win. Oh. Oh, that was a surprise hey, out of my uh, ass. TX Sector. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't think I should have went for TX Sector so early. Yes. Because yeah, I, I would have went for Time Machine, too. Yeah. Damn. That was a mistake. That was part. a strategic mistake. That's why I love this game. It's their, their strategy. There's, we, we're going to pick three games, folks. And, and that was the one game I Ronnie played. Ronnie made so. the major strategic error. Okay, so Torpedo Alley is my second game. This is truly a spinner game. Artwork done by Kevin O'Connor, Margaret Hudson again. David Thiel did the music again. It's a submarine battleship kind of game with a cool little uh, centerpiece that shows, uh, like, if you're looking through the uh, periscope on a submarine, it's got a left-out kick lane. It's got a lot of ramps in it, a lot of weird uh, feeds from these ramps, so it's not like your normal uh, game. And when you actually hit a certain combo in the game, the spinner lights up for big freaking points. Not no 10,000 like the Gottliebs do. This goes, you can actually blow out the scores on this game really easy. Double air back glass. Cute game, fun game. That is uh, Torpedo Alley. And it's favored by the one. The, the one, one loves yep. this game. That's what I saw him play on this yep. video. That's where I yep. even knew that found that this game existed. And it has a multi, a two or three ball multi ball, which one of the you know earlier games did not have much of. Innovation. Okay. Uh, none of the earlier games. Uh, Black Knight has two and three ball multi ball, and it was made in 1980. Yeah, but, but that's 80. So they forgot about it for a while. They did actually in the mid '80s. They did actually forget okay, about okay, it. Okay, they forgot about it. Fake they brought years. it back. Okay. So for my next game, I will introduce this game by saying, "What's one of the greatest games ever made?" Eight Ball Deluxe. So how can you improve on that? Easy. Flip it around and add multi ball, and you get Bad Girls. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's 8-Ball Deluxe. It's got the targets this time on the left instead of on the right. You get your pool balls. Similar rules, but it has multi-ball. An improved, and a killer soundtrack. The artwork is typical 80s cheese, I would say, artwork, but it fits the time. A uh, awesome photorealistic back glass because everyone loves those. The speakers on the uh, the top, so they're pointed right at your head for the optimum sound quality for this awesome 80s soundtrack that you will hear. And a favorite of the Buffalo Pinball guys, Bad Girls. I yield the floor. So one thing I have to ask on Bad Girls is, what is in the window that's there? Like, I know Genesis, what's inside of there? It displays your pool balls that you have. Yes, yeah, like on a, on a pool table. It's like It's a display. It, do- it doesn't have, like, the Genesis guy in there or anything like that. Interesting. Uh, That's a weird way to just do the same thing you do with inserts. It's innovative. It's new. No, because they just had enough of those windows, and they had to just keep on using them. Yeah, I think that's more probably what it was. <laughs> <laughs> and I imagine that I'm sure that that 
is plays wonderful games with the ball. No, it doesn't. No, it, it does. doesn't. This no, it doesn't. It this, this is Gottlieb. This oh, is it's Gottlieb. Got a post too, guys. It, it's all adjustable. Those windows were always adjustable with spacers, so you can get it to sit flush. You can actually remove it. Unlike certain games, like I don't know ACDC, where it's just part of the huge insert. Not now. Yeah. Well, yeah. Isn't I right? The Vault Edition they made it so yeah, it's the removable. Vault one has that one. See, Bruce. So you didn't get that one either. That's on my radars. I would love to get one of those. Also, you notice that it does have a center post that says "Kiss It." Yep. What need I say more? I've never been able to play. Well, I yeah, I've never been able to play one of these. Chuck tried to restore one, and this was one of the few games that defeated him. And he gave up on it and sold it. So Smart I haven't actually person. had a chance to play one. I've heard it's good. On the same side, I've not had a chance to play a Tornado Alley as well. Chuck is currently in the process of restoring one. But doing a fine job at it. Yeah, I have not seen it yet. He hasn't posted any pictures about it. He yet. did. He did post. He did post a couple actually. He did. Oh, yes, I'll he have did. To check that out. Tornado Alley or Torpedo Alley? Torpedo Alley. Sorry. <laughs> Even though I'm staring right at him, yeah. But, unfortunately, it's a match I've really not seen much Bad Girls, but I have seen the one show me everything there needs to be seen about Torpedo Alley. And it was played, I believe, in last year's Indisc. And it looks really fun. I think I gotta go Torpedo Alley. Are you kidding me? (laughs) So it's over already. It's over already. Uh, We're going for the sweep now. Go ahead, pull up your third game, Ron. Ah, uh, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I made the strategic error. Should not have picked TX Sector. No, I was holding. I was holding Time Machine back just for that machine. That's uh, why I was. To be fair, you don't have a lot of guns. In, you don't have a lot of bullets for your gun in this. <laughs> One of them doesn't even exist. <laughs> Doesn't exist. A production of none. Oh, none. <laughs> yeah. So you only got five. Big top, whatever that is. I was gonna say Robo War, but you know what? I actually I haven't played. I probably played Robo War like once or twice. This other game I've actually played more, and I did like it. Let me try to get a decent playfield shot of it. Make sure it's the game I'm thinking of. Yeah, it is. Diamond Lady. Very fun game. Has a very Unique. I think they only did this a couple times. The ball saver is a drop target right in between the flippers. Very innovative. Lots of drop targets. And it just shoots really good. Really good shooting game. I remember playing this at a show over and over and over again. It wasn't broken? Unique shot. It was not broken, Bruce. It played wonderfully. This was also one of the games that they tried their, uh, what, Vitagraph or whatever the hell it is, Playfields, that they did for a couple games and dropped it. Yeah, oh, actually it says on the flyer, the Vitagraph easy maintenance wear-resistant Playfield surface. That didn't work out too well. Uh, has Actually has decent Playfield artwork. Backlass is um okay, I guess. Actually, the cabinet's got nice artwork. It's got your card... You know, the hearts, spades, clubs, diamonds on it. Stuff to explain the game. It just it just is a really good shooting game. You can see the ramp in the upper left, the wire form that feeds in. I enjoyed it. I guess I yield the floor. 
Now I got the third one for me. Secret Service. Sometimes pinball designers can't make up their own perfect tee. If you look at this play field on Secret oh Service, yeah. oh my, it looks almost exactly like high speed. You have the upper right flipper, the feed from the saucer to feed your spinner on the left and spinner on the right. And then you have your typical Steve Ritchie loop to lock the balls, but it locks on the other sides. If you look at this play field, it truly is high speed with a little changes on it. Doesn't it have high speed spinners on it? Aren't those? It does. The, yep. Yeah. The spade places, the, the hole, everything, the kickout hole and the ramp. And so the flattery. Same decals. Yeah, the same decals. <laughs> uh, you also have digital stereo. Ooh, back glass. Yeah, it's pretty cheesy. And I don't understand ever this game is. It's Secret Service, but you have James Bond on the back box head, which is kind of weird. Like, you know, the guy's dressed like James Bond in the back glass and also on the back box head. And also a hideous topper on the top of it with like light, light stuff. But it does play very good. This is a fun game. I think even Howard Levine actually had this, didn't he, Ron? I don't remember him having this, no. I thought he did. And the one also loves this game, too. Yep, I remember correctly. He does. Yep, he has a video on it, too. Yep. I yield the floor with Secret Service. I actually like it, too. I do, actually, too. I've never really played it. I will say it is impressively ugly and gaudy, especially that lower playfield. Oh, yeah. This hurts my eyes. And that back glass is disgusting. <laughs> like a lot of their games from this era. I don't know what they were thinking. But, yeah, it is high speed, and high speed is good. I did see the Ones video on it. It did seem somewhat fun. Diamond Lady, though, I've never seen before. It looks like it could be interesting. Also pretty ugly. And it is it does get points for the that uh, drop target saved down the middle. I'm trying to think of what other, what game I've played that actually had that in there. There's two or three. I know I've played one game that had it, but I can't put my finger on which one it was. So, <laughs> I didn't see it going this way, but I think I have to go with Secret Service. Ah, oh, clean sweep. This sucks. Fatality. Excalibur actually looks a lot more interesting to me, honestly. Actually, it is kind of cool, but it's kind of bland also. I actually would have went with RoboWar. RoboWar is a fun game. I should have picked that because that was an indesk. So since the tournament people love it, it would have definitely won. It's a fun game. I have never played that. So. (sighs) Wow, that did not go as planned. You have to go to (laughs) random.org. And we're going to put in from 1974 to 95. You're going to have, okay. Because 96 is just like you have Capcom prototypes that didn't even come out, and you have like barbed wire. Oh, yeah. For God leave. You think he's going to not say yes now? It's 88 again. We just did, didn't we just did that, right? <laughs> yes, so we yeah. Do it again. 83. Okay, we did not do 83. Now, that's 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 kind of lean years. Let's see if anyone was even around in 83. Williams, Gottlieb, and Bally. How do you pick the companies? Up top and uh, IPDB. I mean, how do you guys pick what, com- what companies you go well, to? Well, that would be next. So, 
We'll have to do random.org again, but I'm trying to find out which was around in 1983. Okay, we have, uh, well, Atari, which... There you go. Zach- Zachariah. Zachariah. Woo! Bally. Williams. Millstar. The heck is which that? is actually Gottlieb. That's Gottlieb. Woo, game plan. Game plan. Famous one. Sharpshooter 2. Super Orbit. But only so one. game's in here. I think it has to be Williams. Well, actually, I don't even know if yeah, Williams has Starfighter, which is none. Time Most. Fantasy. Just. How do you even judge Fire that? Part two. Bally and Gottlieb. I think those are our big three we go with. What, Bally, Williams, and Gottlieb? Yep. Yeah. And Zachariah we could do, because there actually is one, two, three. There's three good titles in Zachariah also. The Time Machine. There Pinball is Champ. Uh, Pinball Champ. And there is Farfalla. Yeah, we can do those. So, all right. Okay, so four. So let's go to random.org. Let's put all the names in on the list. Since you lost, Ron, you get to either accept or pass the first one. Yep. Okay, so it's Zach. Bally. So you're saying the Mill Stars are included with Gottlieb? If yes. They get yeah. They're, they're, they're Gottlieb. They're just... That, yep. That's the, what they used... Movie. Like their premiere type thing. Yeah, yeah it's it was the transition between when Columbia sold or just said no more, and and the employees continued the company. Okay, Ron. First one is Williams. Pass or take. All right. Let me take Pass. a look here. Heh. <laughs> I gotta look at some of these games. Got Joust, Firepower Two, Starfighter. That, wait, they didn't even make any. Time Fantasy. A pass. Rat Race, there's ten of them. Pass. Rat Race is ten. The, pass. the next one is Gottlieb. Good. I'll take that. And I will take Williams. I was hoping for Bally. But Bally was third and Zachariah was fourth. Really? Williams, huh? Mm. Yeah. So how does that work? Like, there, there's there's actually two Rat Races. One's Williams and one's Gottlieb. Although the Gottlieb one didn't really exist. Gottlieb different, yeah. Gottlieb and Kroll. Fire. There's, Kroll. Some good, there's some good... Sh- Good games on this one, not including Cubert, <laughs> which is awful. Yeah, you got there's a lot of stinkers. You got a lot of games though. Yeah. All right. Oh, there's a crawl too. Really? Yeah, there was a. Never seen that, was a that was not even a uh, multi-level game. That was just a. And also for Gottlieb, they'll have a lot of because John Trudeau did a, like a lot of prototypes and he took pictures Who? of everything. Who? Yeah, that guy. Oh, yeah. don't say that. Yeah, no, I can't. The name I can't say. He did it. <laughs> don't take pictures. It takes pictures of everything. Oh, huh? yes. oh my! <laughs> right into that. But he he did a lot of prototypes, games that were never made. Took pictures of them, and they're all on IPDB. So you'll see all these like never produced, never produced, never produced. What pictures did he take? Cool. <laughs> You're not gonna let it go, are you? No. Cuba is supposed to be. I almost feel bad going into the next segment. After that, but it's time for the mail ball bag. Oh my! It has been spent. <laughs> we have two emails. I'm calling that Ron's going to win this. Who's the same? I think so. Well, I said that last time. Yeah, so it who depends knows? on the judges. Who knows? Okay, this one's from um, Benjamin. Hello, Benjamin. Hello, gents. I love the show, and apparently composed this email a couple of times since episode 69. Oh my! But never clicked send. I'm one of the people Steph mentioned with whom she discussed women-centric pinball themes. 
and I thought I had some good ideas. Here's a small but annotated list. I would be interested to hear your annotations. Here we go. Thelma and Louise. It's the best I got. I don't remember the movie that well, but imagine the off-the-cliff wizard mode. <laughs> Possibly a fall-off to a lower playfield. Okay. Got nothing on that one. I guess so. I mean, it's a little dated, but a lot of their themes are dated, so... Before my time. Before your time? It was like the 90s. Oh, I don't... Well, I guess before I would remember things, I suppose. Okay. <laughs> Handmaid's Tale. Could be dark, but empowering. Thankfully, this one is no longer too highbrow due to Hulu's producing a TV show. I was going to say, that's new. V for Vendetta. Could be excellent with a heavy focus on Evie's character. Could be could even be licensed from the graphic novel to avoid needing to license Natalie Portman's likenesses and VOs. Okay? That would be cool. Ah, yes, it would. Great oh, God, I don't know if I can say this. Per... per Persopolis would be cool, but maybe a bit harder to sell than the others mentioned, and maybe a bit more history lesson reminder of the Iranian revolution that people want in their pinball. What? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Lady Gaga was a great suggestion by whoever suggested it, and it could be a reskin of Centaur. Actually, yeah, that's right, because she used, for the album cover, she used the Centaur art. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, she basically did. Giving her centaurish record cover, but by the same token, I could see Madonna, Cher, Celine Dion, and or Britney Spears being profitable. More niche marketing. And I will always... Jesus Christ, that was terrible. Thank you. More niche marketing, but maybe less expensive to license ideas. See, Annie DeFranco or Garfunkel and Oates would be cooler and quirkier. Wait, wait, Garfunkel and Oates? It's when Art Garfunkel and uh, Oates from Hall & Oates got together to form a new supergroup. Oh, my. <laughs> There's got to be an Amy Schumer movie or show that can be licensed, and Broad City could also be cool. Those are a few off the top of my head, although admittedly over the course of a month or so. There are good options out here. I'm sure someone can come up with others. I was thinking of one that was um, the head-to-head guys mentioned it, not in this context, but they mentioned Kill Bill. I mean, you have a woman that basically kills everything. Yeah. And they could have, like, well, I think it's five people. Yeah, five people she goes to kill. They could have them, like, their inserts. And she goes through, and the final one is the wizard mode is killing Bill. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, out of that list, I think Lady Gaga is probably the only one that could be possible band-wise at this point. Because I think Madonna's pretty much done. Yeah. Popularity-wise, at least. Whereas Lady Gaga has jumped back up. I mean, we we saw a show that uh, which was amazing. So I mean, I could see that. But but the group that buys things, I don't know. So we have uh, one more from Scott. Oh my! He says, "Hey, I made fun of Firepower Flipper Hop before the errors. Yes, yes, you did. We know. The stream was frustrating because of the chat delay. I can see why a lot of people have one reading and one playing talking." And that was it. That's all he said. I know. And he keeps asking me about like how the flashers and the, the countdown sequence is supposed to go on Firepower, and I just keep sending him links to YouTube videos. It's like, just just go to YouTube. There's plenty of videos out there that show the, uh, not the, the sequence. We empty the mail ball bag. I don't know. Do we, no, do I'm we, spent. Yes. Do we have any messages at the site or anything? Nope. 
Side note for another uh, uh, theme that I think would be awesome would be Watchmen, based off the graphic novel. That'd be awesome. Is that the one where the one guy's like nude? Yes, uh, I've, I, the movie was okay. I'm a video, I'm a comic book guy, but it just didn't yeah. really get the to graphic me. novel was. Awesome. Yeah, I love that. That's probably one of the best. My, one of my favorite. How are they gonna do the art where the guy is nude? Well, he, sure, you don't. Well, you just make him a Ken doll. That's all. There you yep. go. Oh my. Oh my. <laughs> I think it's time to pay some bills, Bruce. www.pinballlifter.com. Check out our lifters, tilters, helpers, mods, wheel kits. Check us out. I think we are definitely going to be at Allentown this year, so start planning ahead for that. Also, www.thesilverballsaloon.com in East Rochester, New York, my bar with pinball machines and arcade games. We just got an Elvis in. And we got a Ms. Pac-Man, Pac-Man Galaga machine. Come check us out. We have uh, every Sunday night, we have trivia. And we're having a party at my place. I'm inviting everyone to come out February 3rd. And everyone's going, what's this party about? It's Saturday night. It is my 20th anniversary for cancer remission. So we're having a birthday party for me for my 20th really? year yep, of remission for cancer. That. Yep. Everyone come on out. We're going to have food. We're going to have the Jack Fire Girls coming out for two hours of Jack Fire shots for free. Oh, my. Oh, Oh my. my. (laughs) That's right. So I'll be seeing this on the news. (laughs) You should take Iron Man and put, like, a thing that says cancer on it, and you just bash him over and over. There you go. There you go. But are you coming out, Ron? You can. You have a room if you do want to come out and hang out with some cool kids. I think the upstate is the next weekend. It is the week right, after, yeah. yes. Yeah. So you come up both weekends. You got nothing better to do. Come on. <laughs> but uh, yes, yeah, so that's a cool thing we're going to have there. We have, uh, and karaoke will be, I think, the 17th of February. So we're next time for karaoke. I know Ron's in for that, too. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, also, uh, pinball star Joe Newhart. He sells your JJP. He sells your. Chicago Gaming, he also sells your spooky machines. Come check him out. And your American Pinball. I forgot about American Pinball, because they did ship one Houdini. That game looks damn good, man. It does it's look pretty. good. That is pretty. Pretty, pretty. Sound calls then, are a little cringy, but... Yeah, they are a little cringy. The video, I like the, the little mini screen also. It looks good. Mike Pupo, Flipper Fidelity, best sound system for your pinball machine. Come check him out. He also sells Stern Pinball Machines brand new in a box. He's out of Allentown, right outside of Allentown. Buy some machines for him. Tell tell the guys who we talk about, we sent you, we get no money from them. This is all because we like them. Joe, do you have anything to plug? Pretty much, I guess, keep an eye out for Pin Masters announcement coming hopefully within the next few weeks. Once people pick some dates. Good. You guys got to come out. Yes. Well, Ron's closer, so I can stay out at his house. That's a good thing. Yep. You guys could crash here. I'm centrally. We're centrally located. Nice. So what what state is this again? First one's going to be in Vermont. I'm pretty confident that that date's going to be April 20th. It's going to be April 14th. And that's going to be up at the the co-op up there. Um, Probably the next one's going to be New Hampshire at the... Uh, Southern uh, New Hampshire Pinball Club. That's probably okay. looking end of May, beginning of June. Then there's going to be Maine, which is probably looking August. Rhode Island, I don't know. 
and then uh, finals will probably be the first week in December like last year because it worked out so well. Hi, Steve Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> Man, he, I was, once I mentioned that I didn't think that they could run one on uh, Jeff's podcast, mm-hmm. immediately messaged me right away, we can do it. And I said, okay, when do you want to do it? Gave me a date right away. Wow, that man is great to work with. <laughs> yes, oh no, that's that's dedication. Yep, he came out for uh, my tournament, so I definitely have to come out for his. So we are the Slam Till Podcast. We'd like to also thank all the other podcasts out there, such as uh, this. Is gets harder and harder. The Head to Head Podcast, the um, Pinball Players Podcast, Pinball Profile. Hi, this Jeff. Fl- hi Jeff. This Flipping Podcast, the Bro. Do you even? Podcast, podcast. Canadian Pinball Podcast. This Week at Pinball, although they're not a podcast. Hi, Jeff. Uh, hi, Jeff. You could just say hi, Jeff, over and over, and it, it, exactly. it still works. Exactly. It, it works well. And it works well. <laughs> we were the Slam Till Podcast. We can be reached at slamtiltpodcast at gmail.com. That's slamtiltpodcast at gmail.com. Look for us on Facebook. We are also on Twitch. The uh, Hamatorian Tournament was this past weekend. The entire finals is out there in its entirety. You can get to hear awesome commentary by yours truly or not. Are you going to be, uh, are you going to be doing another uh, stream this coming week? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to be doing another stream. After streaming for four hours over the past weekend, I don't know if I feel like streaming. And I am what? in, uh, I am in the one segment we forgot to do, which was repairs. Oh yeah, we yeah, forgot. But, we can, but but we'll we'll combine it. But let's just say I'm starting on the cheetah, Ooh. like it's actually the playfield's out in on a table now, and I'd kind of like to work on that as opposed to doing a stream. Mm. I, I want to get that done. I don't blame you. Yeah, I got a lot of repairs that I'm not gonna worry about either because it's already two hours in and I'm exhausted. Yep. So like I said, we are on Facebook, we are on Twitch, we are on YouTube. Joe, thank you very much for coming on. Thanks, Thanks to Joe Lemire for, for appearing on the world-famous Slam Till Podcast. Yes, he is world-famous. <laughs> In Poland. A pleasure, boys. In Poland. The pleasure has all been <laughs> ours. This is episode 74, Lethal Weapon. Say goodbye, Bruce. Goodbye, Nikki D.